Hey, Nick. Hello. It's that time. <laughs> where I scramble because I have forgotten that we put a joke at... How can I still be forgetting after all of this time? It's one of those It's one of those neural pathways, Nick, that we talk about with our tradiepreneur clients. I was uh, reading about neural pathways last night on the plane on the way home and how difficult or challenging they can be to break. Apparently, mm. I'm a great demonstration of that because I forget a joke every <laughs> single time. Case in point, we've only been doing this for I don't know how many episodes now. Uh, but we do get stuck in these patterns and cycles, and I think many of us beat ourselves up and wonder why. And uh, Well, maybe we don't even wonder why. We don't even realize that we're stuck in a cycle or a pattern. No. And yours is... Forgetting. I mean, to get the jokes. Have right. a joke at the start of the episode. So this is really poor. Forgive me. Are you ready? This is what happens when you're under pressure. Oh, absolutely. All right. Go. Yesterday, I saw a guy at the airport spill all his Scrabble letters onto the road. Oh. Yeah, at the front of the airport. It was really random. Wow. I asked him what the word was on the street. <laughs> Welcome to the Tradies and Business Podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade, helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. It's you this morning. That actually would have been really good had we not... You know, watered it down at the start with, oh, we forgot a joke and blah, 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 <laughs> and neural pathways. And that was pretty good. What's the word on the street? Thanks. <laughs> nice hustle, Coxie. Oh, goodness. Yes. And here I come with a, a, a was segue, a was way. Is that was it? Was way. Was way. So hustling, doing things under pressure, neural pathways, getting stuck in old patterns. Same applies to marketing, Nick. In businesses. I wish I could say that you did that really well, but I guess I'm sitting here with the benefit of knowing exactly what we're talking about today. And I'm just thinking, Mark, this is a big stretch. You've really had to work hard to connect this one. Today. No, no, no. But, but let me explain, Nick. <laughs> let me justify my position. Please. So we see lots of trade business owners doing lots of the same stuff over and over. We do. And yet expecting a different, insert, better outcome, mm, hoping do. for a better outcome. It's the hope and pray approach. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember which other, you know, famous, successful coach said this, but hope is not a strategy. Can we claim it as ours? Nobody will know any different. I think so. Okay, listeners, said it. We said it here. If you haven't heard that anywhere else, then you can attribute that to Nick and Wars from Tradies in Business. There you go. Hope is not a strategy. Okay. I think a lot of people are hoping that interest rates don't go up again. Mm -hmm. They're hoping that the market turns around. They're hoping that uh, they start getting re some referrals soon. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of hope in front of the insert action or result here. Mm. And as we've said, hope is not a strategy. Well, if it is your strategy, it's going to let you down time and time again because I've got some not very pleasant news coming for you. Those interest rate rises are not going to stop anytime soon, sadly. But the power of understanding that now, just like when we talk about cash flow, marketing's a bit the same. You can put your head in the sand and pretend nothing's happening. Here's the reality. 
we are going to have more interest rate rises. They increased the minimum wage, I think it was 6 or 7%. I can't recall. Mm. It might have been more uh, earlier this week as well. There are lots of changes coming in the marketplace. Uh, and now I was going to get really political for a minute there and I bit my tongue. Careful. <laughs> really hurt. Anyway, <laughs> now is the time for you to be making some choice around what you're going to do for your business so you're prepared. I was lying in bed this morning remembering when we were talking through the boom time and mm. you and I said time and time again, more businesses go bust in a boom than they do in a downturn. And you see that. We, we are hearing every other day about another big builder that it's collapsed or smaller um, trade businesses, unfortunately, not able to keep their doors open anymore. What you're going to start to see now is some good businesses will thrive. And mm. now is your time to start to think about how you can thrive within your business. I'm already seeing it in the marketplace. Some of the real market leaders are going out there very loudly, changing up their services, changing up the way they speak to their client base so they're able to create the results now and ongoing. Um, Fortune favours the brave or the bold. I think it's pretty well the same. Both. Yeah. And I'm seeing that in the marketplace right now. There are some big, big players who perhaps the perception could be there that they have the financial backing to be able to go out and make bold claims, be brave with their advertising, be very noisy. And I would suggest the bigger companies generally have less of a profit margin that they're able to utilise in those key areas anyway. I feel like the real opportunity here is for the medium to smaller players within the marketplace to start to have a look and get really tight with what they're doing, particularly with their marketing. Mm. And what people I think get distracted by Nick is they look at big business and go yeah but they have a big budget mm. and this this episode is not about financial mastery uh, we'll do that another time and put you to sleep with that one <laughs> but what you don't see is what percentage of uh, the Coles group turnover are they spending on advertising and have they actually increased that and if they have to what percentage and how does that percentage of turnover compare to what you spend on marketing and advertising as a percentage of your turnover or revenue they're all hidden from view we just see the the big campaign and what we don't know is have they cut back on other stuff and they're focusing in on these noisy campaigns to uh, you know attract more business so just be careful about being um, tricked by mm. the gross view and going, oh, yeah, but they don't have the big budget. And ultimately, that just comes down to excuses. So we're here to help you remove excuses, listeners, and pull your finger out and do what you can and control what you can control in the current and continuing marketplace. And it's not... You can't save your way out of trouble. No, you can't. You, you can't reduce expenses to the point where you're going to be as profitable as you want to be uh, to achieve all of your goals. Mm -hmm. Now, again, these are generalizations. One of the best things you can do in tough times is to market your business. Because mm -hmm. something that happens with consumers and with homeowners and even with other businesses is they get distracted by the fear, by the media stuff, by the worry. And as most of us know, when you look back at the, even the last few years with all of the COVID stuff, a lot of the fear and the worry didn't actually come to fruition. Yeah, there was some tough times for people. Absolutely. And largely, it actually didn't end up as bad as people thought, which is very, very common. And we see that time and again throughout history. The big 
catastrophic capitulation, you know, the end of the world stuff just doesn't happen. It didn't happen in the GFC. It didn't happen in the previous three or four recessions that Australia has had. Uh, And so what happens is, as you've said, Nick, good businesses do well in tough times because they don't let themselves get sucked into the vortex of mainstream media and running around the sky is falling stuff. They actually concentrate on the fundamentals of running and growing a good business. And one of the absolute keys is marketing. You cannot grow a business if you don't lean into your marketing. Hey, Tradies in Business, was here. Sorry to interrupt your listening pleasure. I'm joined by Coxie, of course. <laughs> Hello. You may not know this, tradie or tradie wife or whoever you are listening to this program, but we're business coaches. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that feels weird to say. <laughs> but we do actually work with people just like you to solve a bunch of problems. And we have this fantastic program called the Tradiepreneur Program, and that's how we do it. And we do it with a wonderful community of trade business owners who are all trying to fix or improve or change things to progress. Things like getting behind on quoting, Coxie. Feeling overwhelmed, behind on your invoicing, feeling really stressed or frustrated about the money stuff. Sometimes you can pay the bills, sometimes you can't. What about staff? Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh, staff. Trying to get them to do what you want them to do, if you can even find them in the first place. Uh, there's so many struggles. And we've seen clients tackle these things in their trade businesses in a quite a short space of time, to be honest, mm-hmm. during the program and recruit staff at a time where everybody was saying you can't get good staff, mm-hmm. improve their quality from their team, collect their debts much more quickly. We How have about sessions. tips? Yes. Getting tips, yes. So uh, people rounding up, customers rounding up the invoice by hundreds of dollars Mm -hmm. because they're so happy with the sales process and the experience of dealing with the trade business owner and their team. So some amazing stories from our clients. But, you know, as they say in the the commercials, don't take it from us. Uh, (laughs) Hear what some of our clients have to say. Coming into Christmas, we are not worried about money. We've got enough money in the bank to pay everybody's leave. There's work booked in for the new year. And for the first time in a long time, we'll be having three weeks off and not worrying about the business. That's probably the biggest win of all. Using the cash flow forecast, I've been able to look into the future and see where I'm going to be situated financially. And it's actually started to have a huge bearing on whether or not I make purchases. By far, one of the best things about working with Nick and Woz are the other businesses that are working alongside them. It is amazing how empowering it is to be working alongside like-minded people who have similar goals, similar troubles. We can all relate to each other and everybody helps everybody out by figuring out problems with you that they may have faced previously. Everybody has solutions and constructive feedback, and it's an incredibly friendly, warm, welcoming environment, not threatening at all. From every job, I know that I will get a sustainable wage that's industry-leading. I can have at least 10 to 20% profit, and I can pay taxes, super, all of that, and I do not have to question whether or not I can because of the way that it's been built, and that is thanks to 
traders in business and what they've taught me and what I've learned. So there you go. There's some real people. We did not pay them to say those things. <laughs> and I think that sounds a lot better than Coxie and I reading them out. We really would love for you to check out more about how you could take your trade business to where you would like it to be. Surely you have a vision of what things could be like or what you wish they were like on a day-to-day basis, Mm -hmm. Um, whether that is reducing stress or actually making more money. Maybe it's spending more time with the family, taking more holidays, having the choice Mm. that you really wanted when you started your business instead of this beast that seems to be there for many of you listening to this program. So if you want to find out more about how we do this through the Tradepreneur program, Coxie's going to tell you all about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually not. I'm going to be really secretive and uh, keep all of our magic up our sleeves. What I would like you to do, though, is head on over to tradesandbusiness.com.au. You can learn all about us, why we do what we do, and how you can work with us, what that actually looks like. There's a whole bunch of free stuff there for you to download, uh, lots of options. We've always got new stuff going up onto the website and a great place for you to learn a whole bunch more about how you can work with us. You can even book a 15-minute chat. For free. For free. That's how abundant we are. So head over to the website, uh, check it out, book a chat with us, and we'd love to find out if you'd be a great fit for the Tradepreneur community and start hanging out with some of those people that you just heard from. I'm going to beat our chest a bit. I don't do this very often. In fact, I don't think I've ever done it before. Um, And I will preface this by saying I tend to hide from my age. I don't like being the age that I am, especially when we serve clients that are anywhere from my age all the way down into their late 20s uh, I tend to hide from it and the benefit of our age work I'll loop you in on this one is we've seen a thing or two and we understand we I, I can't say we can accurately predict what's coming but we generally have a pretty good idea of what's about to come and this is where I'm beating our chest in oh I think it was about September October last year we started talking about marketing your business at that point and I'll be really honest with you listeners even some of our clients did not heed our advice and what situation do you think that they are finding themselves in now they're very quiet the phone Mm -hmm. has stopped ringing and very stressed they're very stressed and the reason I'm telling you this is not to pump my ego or Warwick's ego or make us sound fantastic but to tell you if you have not heeded our advice until this point this is your opportunity to create a different outcome. You may mm. still be booked out. We have clients that are booked out still until January, February next year. That's when they start to get quiet at this point and they are heavily marketing now. So they have the opportunity to push through into later next year and reduce their stress load. There'll be other stresses because they've got a lot of work to do and there feels like a lot of stress around that. However, choose your heart which stress is easier to handle the stress of a whole bunch of work that needs to be done or the the stress of trying to find some work so that you can feed your family i know which one i'd rather pick so now is that time if you have not yet listened to what we're saying about marketing this is your i feel like we need a warning siren now is that time you this is the it's certainly not your last opportunity and i would suggest that we are getting tight to that area where you will be pushed out of the market by the others that are already actively understanding what the Mm. financial space looks like what that might mean for their business and they're making different choices now Um, so they're on the front foot it doesn't mean that it's too late and it does mean they're on the front foot and they're going to open some doors and have different opportunities than you potentially will if you don't heed our advice at this point Mm. There's an old adage uh, make absolute mincemeat of. 
something about the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. Yes. Second best time is today kind of thing. This is pretty good. You almost got it right. Uh, thanks. Uh, I'm old enough to remember that adage. But it's the same with marketing. The best time to market your business was last year. Mm. The second best time is today. Mm -hmm. So it's never too late, as you say, Coxie. Mm -hmm. And the more you lean into your marketing, the more you, uh, the more activity you create um, in your marketing, the more certainty you create for your business. Mm -hmm. The level of uncertainty is what causes a lot of fear for trade business owners. They don't know what's coming. They don't know what's going to happen with interest rates. They don't know what's going to happen with you know, consumer sentiment and all these things that the mainstream media like to throw around to bamboozle you and make you feel scared because then you tune into their stupid news program again tomorrow mm -hmm. and watch all of the ads that pays for them to be on TV or Facebook or in the paper. So it, that's just a constant loop. But you can actually create a hell of a lot more certainty in your own business, in your own world, by controlling the things you can control, and that is how much marketing you do and how well you do it. Mm -hmm. So the plug here, gang, is Nick and I are doing another free training on this. Uh, we are actually going to dig into more of the how-to. So this episode is really just, as Nick says, a poke in the chest. Um, it's a bit of a lecture. It's a bit of a soapbox episode, but we really want to wake you up. Mm. Wake you up from the sleep that the media put many people into and realize that you can do something about this. And one of the big things you can do is marketing. So jump on our webinar that's coming up. It is free. It's an online training. It's 30 minutes. So it's harder for you to make the excuse that you don't have time. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so it's short. It's sharp. We've got how-to strategies in there, some actionable steps you can put in place in your trade business to take control of your marketing and create more certainty in your business. I think um, one other area just to highlight, Warwick, is that we've had a bunch of people say what used to work doesn't work anymore in terms of their marketing. We agree. And there's some new or different, actually they're not new, there are different strategies that we'll be rolling out in this webinar that might just work for you and your business. So we really suggest that you get along, have a listen. It's 30 minutes. Hmm. And in 30 minutes you might solve a whole bunch of problems. Isn't that worth a bit of a gamble? Yeah, a few ideas. Bit of inspired. Time. Well, you might be inspired. So, uh, depending when you're listening to this, if it's before the webinar, then congratulations. You can actually go and register for it. It is free, as we've said. Uh, it's on Tuesday, the 27th of June at 4 p.m. Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne time. Mm -hmm. uh, check your local calendar for times in your time zone if you're in uh, South Australia or over in the West or even in New Zealand. We've got a few mm -hmm. people listening from, from New Zealand. Uh, so Tuesday 27th, 4pm Eastern Australian Standard Time, it is 30 minutes. Uh, if you go to the Traders and Business website, you will be assaulted by a pop-up a million times, so it's pretty hard to miss, and you can go and pop your details in there and register, um, come along and hang out. Some of our clients usually sneak into those sessions, so uh, you might have a chance to jump in the chat box and see what some of our tradiepreneurs are up to. Um, they're all committed to their own learning, so we'll have a few of them there, no doubt. And Nick and I will be smashing out uh, some free marketing training for you if you jump on in. Or not. Choice is yours. It is. Choose your heart. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business, and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.